Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is your boy Pablo, aka Grandma's Paper Grandson, aka the Bearded Wonder, aka the Pod Boss, aka Pod's Gift, aka Mr. Moore, aka an HBCU. Pinkies up. I'll be back with another one, another wonderful episode of the Toxicology Report with my tell man. The people to, tell the people you're Diddy sympathizer. So, Curry's baby. We're going to get on. to that. We're definitely going to get to that. Tell them. But we, we'll get there as soon as you tell them the people who you are. We, tell them all hell Diddy. Hey, yo, it's not going to do that. <laughs> who are you, sir? Man in the yellow hat? Um, I had a really good AKA that day, and I got to really start writing these things down because I always forget when I, I get good stuff. And I made the shirt, too, from your saying. So go buy that shirt, sir. What shirt? Dad in the streets. <laughs> Daddy in the sheets. So I know. It's, it's a good shirt. shirt and a hoodie. So you can start promoting that. That's why I didn't make one yet. Because <laughs> I know you made them. Anyway, it's your boy Santa Claus. I deliver more packages to your girl than you do. That's where I'm at. Boom, 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 boom. That was bad, bro. Nope, that's all I got. How you gonna? How you gonna hit us with the dad? That dope ass one a month ago, and then come back and like Santa Claus. Anyway, how you doing, man? I'm great. Yeah, yeah, got yep. got, my, got my place of employment petrified. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I talked to them a couple times. I bet you did. Like, <laughs> I did. She petrified. was wrong. Your 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 angry looking boss lady <laughs> called me apologizing. Yep, she does that. She does yep. that. She did. <laughs> she was sorry. She was wrong. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I wish I was there to hear it. I wish I was there to hear it. She invited me in. She was like, "You can come on in, talk to Look, me." That's all she needs to see. That me and you know each other. <laughs> she was like, "Oh man." Yep. Can't tell this guy anything. Exactly. Like keep 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 George out the out the office. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man. So I'm gonna start off with something light. Because I, I know where I know where the other one's going to go. I already, I already know where you're going to take the other one. So, do you know who Cheryl Lee Ralph is? No, she is the mom on Moesha. Ring a bell. Okay. So she's been married for twenty years, right? And they asked her, "What is the secret of a long-lasting marriage?" And she said, "We don't live together." That's a great secret. Right? But just breaking this week, her and her husband are moving in together after being married for 20 years. That's because they're so old now. They ain't got shit else to do. Like, they've done their... <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Like, they ran their stuff. They did their thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whatever they had going on on the side, whatever. And now they're like, hey, we're at that age time to settle down. Cause I ain't gonna lie, she was she was she was all right growing up. Like, yeah, she, she all right. Yeah, she was all right. No, she was like when she was young, she was all right. She was one of the ones when she was younger. Now I don't I don't look at it like that because she, she plays she like probably, she probably ball headed as shit. Nah, she all that head. She all that hair on her head. That shit ain't real. Come on, tell yeah, me that. that top, yeah, that top part ain't real, but she still got hair on her head though. I'm I'm sure she does, but. Yeah. 
you know, if she got if she got a a, a little ponytail that's about an inch long, mm-hmm. she bald headed. Bro, she she's not out here, you know, screaming alopecia and don't have alopecia like somebody else we know. Allegedly. Yeah. Somebody told me she had hair plugs. I'm like, that's not how that works. That's not how that works at all. It's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, like she don't have alopecia. Why she just not get it tattooed on at this point? Yeah, she, she <coughs> grew her hair out, combed it forward. She she ain't out. I've seen people out of people. She ain't got it. But anyway, your best friend has it. He's not my best friend. <laughs> One, he's he's your wife's best friend. That's who that is. <laughs> uh, she ain't friends with him no more. Yeah, if y'all didn't know, uh, best friend got married recently to a chocolate woman. How, how, how's, Mary, how's Mary life doing for you, man? Down with the brown. Yeah. You know. Yep. Got the holly berry juice flowing every night. Yeah. And y'all don't live together. And we don't live together. Yeah. So see how that see how that works out? See how you put all the stories together, people? She, she out there doing her own thing, you know? Uh-huh. Running in the streets, getting fed. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Somebody's definitely feeding her. She was just in New York, too. She was just in New York without you. Yeah, I'm sure. You use that work. I know you use that work. <laughs> Taking phone calls from your boss. Yep. So, so how do you feel about that? She's she in New York while you're at work. Hey, she's a free. She's allowed to do what she wants. Okay. She a grown black strong woman. I like independent, it. independent mm-hmm. strong black woman. So, how long are you gonna uh, be in separate houses? Uh until I get done running and doing my dirt. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. All right. Speaking of dirt. A lot of people's dirt has it came out this week or this month and a half going on. Started with Diddy um, and, and Cassie, and then everybody dirt started coming out. So, so where you want to start? You know what rhymes with Diddy? What's that? Fitty. Titty. Titty. Apparently he's titty. touching. You can't titty. say titty around Diddy. Yeah, apparently he he, he touching everybody titty. So, Underage titties. Yeah, if you got a man titty, a woman titty, everybody titty get in touch. 3 a.m. titties, he calling you. 3 a.m. Yeah. So uh so I'm gonna go here first. You know, I, you know me, I'm good, kind hearted. Well, 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 while you're getting ready to defend him and be a sympathizer. No, 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 no. Everybody you're innocent until proven guilty. Bro, you paid fifty million dollars or whatever it was. That's enough mm-hmm. guilt for me. Oh my gosh. He owed her that anyway, man. Bro, if look, if I'm not look, I'll give you a million or two just mm-hmm. to make you shut up and go away. But if you're giving fifty, that screams like, "Hey, I'm guilty as shit." Don't ever say anything. Or she has a great lawyer who know how to get more money. Bro, sixty million. Pain, sympathy. You know how they do that when you get into the courtroom, bro. Like you, you can get hurt, go to the hospital. The hospital bill is twenty thousand. The lawyer's gonna get you a hundred thousand for sympathy Look, and pain and all you, that. Did you see the episode where the lady was like, um, one of my FBI agents was killed and Tommy was like, My sympathies and apologies go out to him. All yes. sarcastic. Yeah, yeah. If I'm if I'm Diddy, I'd have like, You're you're injured, you're hurt, your your mental shut, my sympathies and apologies go out to you. But he, but he's already looked at as a bad guy. So I would have sent her some that, Boston Market. She if he did that, it would have been even worse for him. She could have got some rotisserie chicken on me. I would have sent her some mashed potatoes, some yams, <laughs> greens, whatever she wanted. 
like, hey, enjoy this meal on me, stress-free. So for those who don't know, Diddy has been recently. And if you don't know, you're living under a rock. Like, yeah, what are you absolutely. Uh, 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 you know, aside from the Cassie stuff and the Diddy parties and all that, the new thing is he is being uh, accused of allegedly uh, gang raping an individual. 17-year-old. Um, yeah. So, and I say allegedly because I wasn't there and nothing was proven. This is just all. Yeah. Yeah, this is all in the in the court speculation documents. hearsay. It's all in the court documents that's about to come and hit him in the face. So I wasn't there. Best friend wasn't there, but best friend said he did it. So, so here's my thing. Uh huh. So I, also, I guess like Mace is being accused of doing something. You know, back in the yep. day, anybody that was around him is being accused of something. But you know who's not defending him? Who? Mace, Mary J, anybody in Bad Boy. Nobody's come out and said, this isn't his character. This isn't who he is. This isn't that. Usher came out and said when he was like 15 that Mary put it on him. Mm-hmm. You know, when they were hanging yeah. around the Bad that's, Boy stuff. That's like why that. they're not saying that. Because they all got cases themselves. They all they're got cases. Shit out. They can't, yep. They're like, what can I do? He's going to take the bullets, and we got to figure out what our game plan is after he gets hit. Yeah. And they make sure he them. don't tell. Like, how do you get into that lifestyle? Like, how do you do that? Like, how do you that, go that from is that is a taught trait? Like, when he got when he was an intern and he started moving up, those people that he was looking up to that was higher up taught him how to do that. So when they got out the way, he started doing that. Yeah, that's just it's like like and this I is why you don't shit on people too. This is exactly why you don't shit on people. Yeah, like, he's shitting on a whole lot of people. So there's no one here to defend him now. Yep. He you did know? he did a lot of people wrong. And yeah. like his his number one supporter, Fitty, yeah. is gonna put out here and do this whole little documentary on him and blow the cover off of this thing. Bruh. And it, it's gonna be because of him, Diddy goes to jail. Yeah, most likely. Most likely. Um, but yeah, so does like, that does that make fifty a snitch? Yes. If he does the documentary and then yes. Diddy goes to jail. Yeah. So he has he has no dog in the fight. He has no dog in the fight. So what is he doing? He had no, this, he has no dog in the fight with the Rick Ross beef he just created. But yeah, but they've been beefing. That's just that's just something that's not new. But he is literally making memes and shit about Diddy. That's every that's, day, right? That's that's nothing for him to do. He need to be worried about other shit. But so um, I, I watched. I, I didn't watch. I saw a clip of a pod or whatever it was, and they said, "Look, this man when he came out, fifty mm-hmm. was." deliberate and attacking everybody because he was just trying to get yeah. notoriety and he's just trying to get like, Hey, I'm going to throw something at somebody, get something to stick and make some money off of a beef or whatever. But now the older 50 is, you know, is again, like you said, what's he, what dog does he got in a fight? What, yeah. what does he have against Diddy right now or on Diddy that's making him come out and attack him? Because before this came out, there was no, no memes, no nothing going toward Diddy. There was nobody, no comments saying, hey, we got a hidden beef or whatever. Now, all of a sudden, I think 50 knows something or knows more or has something. Either he knows something or he's deflecting from himself. He going to put something in a documentary that only he knows that it's going to blow people's minds. But what – so this is this, – and this is what I tell you all the time. Like, why – 
now are people upset? Like Come we on. like we knew this twenty years ago that he was a weirdo. That's the same thing that you know we had a conversation about Bill Cosby and yeah. um what's what's the white dude's name? Feinstein, Harry, whatever oh, yeah. his name. Oh, Feinstein. Weinstein, yeah, yeah. Weinstein, whatever. Like, you know, why now? Like, nobody was upset when Feinstein got you 15 Grammy Awards and put you in all these movies. Right. And one person gets upset and you're like, oh, I knew he was a bad guy, but uh, he got me 15 Grammys, so. Right. And so how do you, okay, and then this is another thing. The people that are coming out that said they were around Diddy when all this stuff happened, don't we look at them Weird too, like motherfucker. You watched him do this you and didn't say shit. Look, if you were with that man back then, he was with Biggie, Junior Mafia, everybody, twenty four seven. They yeah. were nonstop. They, mm-hmm. you know, there's been little C said back when they were beefing with Pac that Pac was walking down the street in New York and they're like, "Yo, there's Pac right there, invite him on up." That's when he got shot that night, and mm-hmm. Diddy was up there, whatever. Like they were all in the the room together and like doing yep. whatever. So. Again, you were with somebody twenty four seven. You know something, right? Like, like, because I think Kim was in high school when he met when she met Big. You know what I'm saying? Lil Steve was in high school. Like all of them, were, he was around little people. I'm willing to bet you mm-hmm. that Kim comes out at some point against Diddy with this. If, and I'll promise you, if Kim comes out and says something about Diddy, then I'm all I'm all on on the train with you. I'm I'm riding the train. I'll buy the ticket if because she's the closest one that would know anything. Because she was sucking and fucking whatever right. with him. She was doing the whole crew. Right. So, so she knows more than anybody what was going on. So this is Diddy's uh, statement after the the gang rape allegation. I think he he just got fucking fed up after this. He was tired of you. He said, "For the last couple of weeks, I have sat silently and watched people try to assassinate my character, best friend." Destroy my reputation and my legacy, best friend. Sickening allegations have been made against me by individuals looking for a quick payday. Cassie, (laughs) let me be absolutely clear. I did not do any of the awful things being alleged. I will fight for my name, my family, and for the truth. Sean Diddy Combs. Enough is enough. Why didn't he sign a brother love? That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that he didn't write that. I'm thinking right. somebody on the staff wrote that because he's not Diddy anymore. So the, the crazy thing is what he needs to think about is when he goes away, mm-hmm. somebody is going to pull his daughters in these rooms and take advantage of them and do something to them while he's sitting there. And he can say, I got all this money. I got people on the outside. Look at Suge Knight. Suge Knight used to spend $250,000 on lunch. Mm-hmm. And had all this money, and look what he's doing now. Yeah. He got a podcast going. Yeah, he ain't feared after that one dude knocked him out. He ain't feared. That's why I had to run the other dude over because nobody, nobody's yep. scared of him. So that's because he can't fight. No, not at all. Um, big bald headed fat guys with beards can't fight. Glad I ain't fat. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Um. I'm, you know me. I'm that let it all let it all play out kind of person. You know what I mean? And you know, if you know, I make decisions that I made in my past, I would have went to law school and take it to the court. And if he goes, if he walks in the court and the, and the jury says not guilty, I have no choice but to be like, you know what? 
He didn't get caught for this one. That's it. So, so we would have thought that same thing about R. Kelly if they said not guilty? Yeah. Because we would have been like, come on. Bro, we do the same thing with OJ. OJ's not guilty, and we all know OJ did it. Uh, actually, I've been watching a lot of videos. If the glove I, don't fit, we I don't think OJ that. did it now. I've seen a I lot of videos. Yeah, I think it's his son, too. I his think it's his son, too. But and OJ um, just took the rap. No, but Kells is different. Like, because we, we, you know, we saw. weren't there. We weren't there. We didn't we see anything. We saw the tape. Like, we, like, all that shit in the documentary, we didn't see. No. But we did see him in tape with the, with the young lady. We, we all saw the child porn. Cause that's what it was. Okay? That's that's actual evidence of us seeing it. Usher, Exhibit, and everybody talking about Diddy parties are wild. That's all hearsay. I can say my birthday parties are wild, too. You weren't there, so you can't be like, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, something happened to me. But that's all hearsay at this point until somebody steps up that's credible. Because right now it's, it's just all words from lawyers. So my, my client did this and my client did that. And then the blogs is like, oh, such and such said this. That's just like Usher having herpes. We don't know Usher have herpes or not. I don't want to find out. You see what I'm saying? I don't, don't want to see it. So with that, Russell Simmons, it's another person. He had to flee the country. Because of all the allegations he went through. Bro, she was definitely underage. She was. But the, the other allegations after that. I about to say, because that's not an allegation. She was yeah. underage. That's facts. Yeah, that's absolutely facts. But this is what he had to say about what's happening to him. Took nine lie detector tests. People don't know that. Nine separate. Seven from the chairman of the Polygraph Association. One for each of the serious accusations. One for the, when someone said, for instance, I was violent. One person said that. I, I've never been violent. Took that. And one for I apologize. I never apologized about assaulting anyone. But if two people say it, because one said it and me too, and the second person said it, then I took a test for it. Three hours per test by two polygraph examiners. One that I've never done this to anyone and one I've never done to each individual. Some people say that they're not accurate. But if they're 94% accurate, I did nine of them. It's pretty clear that uh, I don't believe it. I even asked if, well, what if I believe it, but it's not true? He said, your subconscious will get you. I said, I don't know how true that is, but that's what was told to me by the chairman of the Polygraph Association. He was filmed, by the way, you know, talking about this. So there's footage available. No one in the mainstream would cover that. Why do you think that is? There's a narrative. Which is what? That um, we, we don't want to go backwards. We want to believe with it. But women and celebrities may be in some cases a little different. But we don't want to not believe women. We have to believe women. We have to give them the benefit of doubt, but we can't demonize people without proof either. Twitter cannot make a decision. I've never spoken to a policeman. I've never spoken to a judge about anything. So who is the judge and the jury here? Maybe you haven't lived in the in a, in, a, in the real world. It's gray. You know, no one's intentionally hurt anybody. It's a big difference. No one pushed anybody in. Being pushy is different from pushing someone. It's very gray. Rape is a strong allegation in some of these stories, or that you pinned women down. I mean, like bad stuff. You know either happened or it didn't right yeah i well you know it, um, it's a serious word but i think they've changed the meaning how so 
because I've never been violent to anybody. The rape is a violent crime. So it is a very serious. Somebody jumped out of bushes and raped somebody. It's different, I think. So it's a different kind of um, recollection. I mean, so I don't think anybody's saying I'm violent. Of course, I've been insensitive. But I certainly I've never been forceful in any of my relationships. All of what I've had has been consensual. He was that's good until the end. That end part right there, that's a, a mission of guilt. He was like, look, you know, there's, there's a difference in the word rave. You know? <laughs> jumping out of bush and, you know, holding somebody down, two different kinds. Yeah, he was good until the end. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Like, at 209, I was like, mm. yeah. yeah, he's guilty. Was he living in Taiwan with the other rapists over there? Little I forgot, I forgot there? where he's at. It's some non-extradited country, so they can't pull him. And he lost hella weight, so he's like full Buddhist now. He's yeah, like full Buddhist. So, and that's probably how. Not even gonna lie, that's probably how he beat the poly, polygraph. Like, he's he's so at one with himself. Like, you heard what he said. Like, what if I believe that? Yeah. You know? Like, so my friend, his wife is the state's attorney for for a county here. I, I don't mm-hmm. want to say which one because then they'll know who. But um, he said, if you ever get questioned. And they say, were you doing 70 or in the 60? I believe that to be accurate. The answer is always, I believe that to be accurate because your definition of what your perception of what accuracy is, is what might be different from theirs. I believe I was only going 60. I believe that to be accurate, right? Okay. So it's like, that's the easiest way to get yourself out of something. You know, do you believe that you were violent? No, I believe that I was, you know, Maybe I was mean, but I wasn't violent. I believe that to be accurate. Do you yeah. believe that statement? Yes, I believe it to be accurate. Yeah, because he was like being pushy. Exactly what he just said. It being pushy is, is, is different than pushing somebody. Like Right. You know, yeah. was I was I not nice? Yeah, I was not nice. Okay, what does that mean to you? Because right. they're saying that you were aggressive. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in my eyes it's not aggressive. It was just, you know. Maybe I was, you know, in a rush and they just took it as aggressive or whatever. Yeah. He's guilty. That whole thing did him no justice. Yeah. But, you know, there's always another part to it. But, yeah, that last part looked, looked it wild. Like, I, was, I was like, man, he's making some sense here and there. But then even with he said, like, like you said, the being a Buddhist or whatever, mm-hmm. he said, what if he really does? His, he's got it figured out with his subconscious. If I yeah. believe that to be true – then I can force myself to believe it. And then when I say it, my subconscious doesn't get me. Cause he, even he said, I don't believe that. Yeah. You know why he don't believe it? Because he's done it. Yeah. Yeah. He knows it's not true. Yeah. And I think he paid his dues with his ex-wife because literally he, he handed her like all the companies. 
So he knew he was wrong with her. So he paid he paid his dues with her. Um, but yeah, like I don't know what happened to it. There's supposed to be a documentary coming out about him on HBO and it never came out. It was like he's all the living. women that worked at Def Jam had like things to say about him. Wherever he's at, he's in a non-extradition country. Because yeah. that's why he's doing the interview, because he's like, look, can't come get me. All them fucking cricket. <laughs> <laughs> My man looking like he's living in the woods. He ain't got no flaming yon no more. He's got like yeah. flaming grasshoppers and crickets. Yeah, and all he does is just collect the checks from the percentages of the rest of the companies he has. So. And that man brought us if one for him, we wouldn't have L Cool J and none of that, man. Like, which is insane. So, which makes you also think, like, what what has he seen? Yeah. What is what has James seen? Yeah. You know, absolutely. Because you can't you can't tell me he ain't been in a room at one of those Def Jam or whatever those parties yeah. they had going on, and he ain't see some stuff. Rev Run. Why you become a reverend all of a sudden? Right. Um, I like I said a couple episodes ago on another one. Mm-hmm. Like one of my clients' daughter is a famous singer, and he tells me stories of all the stuff he sees. Yeah. And this is a guy just boasting to me, who's a nobody, about Hollywood parties and stuff he's seen and people stuff that's been offered to him for his yeah. daughter. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah a, a mutual friend of ours that lives in California. He says it all the time, like. It's just weird out there, and, and it's such in, it's so ingrained in the culture. But that, it's like it's a norm out there. It's yeah, weird to us, absolutely. but it's norm there, right? So I guess that answers my question from before, like why are people are outraged, like they're not used to seeing something like this. Which is, you know, I don't know, man, <clears throat> because like even with like R. Kelly, Trey songs. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, uh, Diddy, everybody, like, we've seen it, you know, but we couldn't prove it. So, we, like, it wasn't like we just, like, pushed the shit to the side. We just, we couldn't fucking prove that these niggas did shit. Um, then when the R. Kelly documentary finally came out, and they're talking about, yeah, Aaliyah, you know, we knew Aaliyah, well, we heard that Aaliyah forged her birth certificate so she can get married. But to actually see it was wow, you know what I mean? Like, like the truth was even stranger than the rumors and shit. So, yeah, man. And then I, I don't fucking know. I, I really don't, man. Like, I, I hate. I would hate to believe that some of these people are really that big of a monsters. But it, it's it's. It's looking true, man. Like, so why ain't why ain't J Lo coming out saying he's a nice guy? She's not saying he's a bad guy. She ain't saying nothing, which is yeah. just as bad. Yeah. Um I saw something today actually on YouTube. Nick Cannon was talking about when he first started talking to Jay Z on a one to one basis. He was asking like how old was Foxy in the studio? And he said, like, Oh yeah, she was like fifteen. And he's like, nothing happened to him. You just had a 15-year-old girl in the studio by herself. And he said, like, Jay starts sidestepping questions. So he was like, he looked at Jay wild, like, the fuck? So I don't know, man. But we also grew up in that time also where the older people would pick up the girls from the high school. Like, that was normal for us, you know? Yeah. You know, we, 
But what was normal 25 years ago ain't normal now. People try to like. But also 100 years ago, that was normal. Like 30-year-old men was marrying 12-year-old women and not by any means am I condoning that anybody who's listening because I don't want y'all to write me and say I'm a wild ass nigga. But I'm just saying that's what it was. Oh yeah, so, it was it was like that in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s. Yeah. Your your grandparents, you know, yeah. like most people's grandparents. Your grandfather is 70 mm-hmm. and your grandmother's like 59, right? Or whatever the case might be. You know, there's always you know when your grandfather was like 23, 24, 25, she was like 17. Yeah, my grandmother. You know? Had my uncle at 13. His dad was in his 20s. That that's just that's just reality, people. I don't I don't know what to tell y'all. Um it's not right. You know, no, no matter how many, you know, what what Alabama or Mississippi say, if they have like the right state of mind, they can do it. It's not right. You know, a child is still a child, you know. I, I watched I, this video of it was a Indian wedding, Pakistan guy or whatever, and he was 30s or whatever, close to 40, married a 12-year-old and then took her to the room to consummate the wedding. She ran out and then like he went ballistic and then they were trying to calm him down and then he got his gun. He was like, I'm just going to kill her. Right. Like She's 12 years old. Yeah, man. Like, like uh, at my my uh, former school, there was a uh, a girl there. She was like nine. She looked like in like she was in high school. Like I thought she was a teacher when I first got there. It was like no, that's a, a student. Like, but if you talk to her, she talks like a child. She thinks like a child. You know what I'm saying? She just happened to grow faster than everybody else in the fucking building. So. Yeah, man. I don't fucking know, man. This this shit's wild. Um, you asked for the, you know, the Epstein list. This this might be part of that, man. This might be like a piece of that paper, man. Like, I'm sure. Know. I'm sure there's a, a dotted line or a tree that connects. Yeah, that can go back to the yeah. Yeah, but did he? We we knew Diddy was weird. We just didn't know to the extent of the weirdness, you know. Um, I wouldn't even say weird. He'd creep. Yeah, you know what I mean. But what do you think about the people that, like the former artists that are coming out now? Because this is like people, like random people that was on Bad Boy, that's starting to talk about him now. You think they just riding the wave, or they really want to get it off their chest? I think they just want to get it off their chest to prove maybe you know there was something. In- and before where they couldn't talk about it or like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to say NDA or something like that, but why keep your silence for so long? Because these are the same people that I'm willing to believe because again, you're not seeing the big names come out. Yeah, You're not seeing the people that were close to him come out because when they come out, then the eyes go on you. Cause the first thing they're going to say, if Mary or May says, I saw it, mm-hmm. people want to say, why didn't you report it? Right. Why didn't you say something? You know? So now you got this nobody person coming out. It's like, hey, I just happened to be around. They were throwing crumbs at me, whatever. And I just happened to see something I wasn't supposed to. Mm-hmm. Like the guy who accused Will of, you know, getting thrown over the sofa. You yeah. know, what's that guy got to lose? Like, I believe he saw something. His friendship with Will? Bro. They've been, they've been friends just as long as you and I have been friends. 
Okay, well, apparently he ain't, will, he ain't scared to lose that because he's saying what he saw. I don't think that's true. Like, I wouldn't be surprised, and I'm telling you this flat out. Mm. If it comes out that all this stuff is true and more stuff comes out, Diddy's the type he ain't going to jail. No, not at all. He's going to take his he's going to take his own life. Like I guarantee you, he commits suicide or something. He ain't going to jail with all that power that he to go I, from being on top and having that power to being in there and being told what to do. And I think he'll go. I think he'll pull a Russell. I don't. I don't think. I don't think uh, he'll take think, his life. Yeah, he'll go, he'll I, go to some. He'll go to some country that they can't come get him. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, but again, you know, if if they shook down R. Kelly for lunch money when he got there, mm-hmm. what do you think they're going to do, Diddy? Yeah. So, okay. So, I was taught that if you did something, you didn't bring attention to yourself. You know what I mean? Like, if you you committed a crime or you like you got away with something, you don't showboat and be like you know brazen as 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 he is. I'm not gonna say was because he still is that way. So if he did any of this, why would he be so outlandish with his activities? Look at it. Like, look at the videos they posted with Cassie underneath the blanket on the floor, and he's filming her. Like, come on, get up. What are you doing? Like, he, you know, the man was comfortable with what he learned. He was Mm -hmm. comfortable with his power. You know, it was one of those things where, again, that's why he can't go to jail because he he doesn't have that power. And it's been so long you live that life with all, you know, doing what you want, saying what you want, eating what you want, all that stuff. You know, like, Suge Knight's always been a, a scum. Like, he's always been a guy from the streets. So, like, whether he was eating a filet mignon, he still lived like he was from the streets. Yeah. You know, where Diddy, Diddy is filet mignon and forgot about, like, the streets. He doesn't know what to do on the streets no more. He might say he's a street guy. He's not. Mm. I don't know, man. Diddy going to be somebody's girlfriend in jail. Did they say who else was in there? Like who? It said gang rape. Like they, they said. Yeah, they, they named both names. Yeah. Um, one is his current. I think it's his current um, manager or some guy that does something for him. And there's another guy, but they named both names. Oh, that, they're the fall people. They're gonna take the fall. I'm like yeah. he wasn't there. They're like he wasn't there at all. Yeah, but look, if they got a family, like he gonna take care of their family. Man, I wouldn't trust Diddy to do anything. Yeah, he didn't take care of Shine, but he, he would take care of them. I'm like, care. look, I want my shit up front, my family up front. <laughs> like, before I talk to any lawyer, like, I want 20, 30, 40 million up front for my family. Yeah. Because yeah. he's the type of like, all right, yeah, you take the fall, you go to jail, and then they're like, man, you keep your family good. They eat this week. Right. Man, don't be sending them no Boston market and be like, oh, that's good. Uh, You might might even know the people. Sex trafficking. An 11th grader. Good gracious. And the same lawyers as representing Cassie, representing the the, the, the 17th. Of course. Because they they, they knew, like, oh, Cassie got 40, 50, 60 million, whatever it was. Oh, we about to get paid, too. Let's get that same lawyer's number. Oh, hold up. Ha- okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harv Pierre. 
Harfie had been around since Biggie was around. Yeah, and so again, that's one of those people that imagine the stories he could tell. Right. Matter of fact, in the uh, the Craig Mack video, uh, "Flavoring Your Ear," the first one, the dude talking like a Craig Mack hit him with that old futuristic. That's Harv. That's how long he's been around. Yo, that's crazy. And the ending. Oh, they they smart. They getting the they getting bad boy as a company. Yeah, Daddy's house. Oh yeah, they taking all the money. So again, like I think I sent it. you, I think you I sent you that video where the lady was talking about like you if you sue the businesses, yeah, because you know there's a lot more money involved because of insurance companies than mm-hmm. if you just sue the individual. Yeah, Diddy's going to settle. He's going to settle. This, he's not going to jail for none of this. He's going to settle. Um, they're going to they're going to hit him because I think all those are civils. Those are none of them yeah. are regular. Yeah, he's going to settle. He's not going to court. He's going he's going to bounce out of there and like, hey, this is all a lie. But for your your hardship that you think you went through, here, take this. That's what's going to happen. Again, the more he pays, this is a Michael Jackson thing all over again. But it came out that Michael Jackson didn't do it. Like the boy came out and said Michael Michael well, didn't do it. He just waited so till Michael died. The, so the that was one. That was one out of twenty. Yeah, but that was the you main know? one that everybody was holding for. Like, it was like all it takes is me to accuse you of something, yeah. and then knowing that like you did it to somebody else, but not me. Whether I tell the truth or not, it's going to unravel that whole ball of yarn to somebody yeah. else. So again, yeah, they, Michael they, went through all that stuff. Look, yeah, they, all they demonized Michael, and then yeah. when he died, it was like he's like, "Nah, he ain't do it." My mom made me say that. Hey, look, I think Michael did some stuff. You know, I don't think Michael did anything. That out of everybody, I know I think Michael didn't do anything. I think Michael was just a big ass kid. That's it, bro. If you get locked up, mm-hmm. they got something on you enough to put you in those cuffs. Yeah. Right now, Diddy ain't been locked up, you know. So what I'm saying. who got locked up? Michael Jackson, R. Kelly. He ain't locked up. Who? He just went to court. He ain't locked up, dude. Yeah, I'm, they they booked him. Like if you look in he, LA County he, Jail, he took he took a mug shot. Yeah, that don't know. You don't take mug shots unless you get booked, bro. We both got mug shots, bro. And, and I've been booked. <laughs> <laughs> You don't just walk in there and be like, yo, let me smile for the camera. Nope. Yeah. They have to they have to officially charge you with something. Right. And they think shot. they have something. Then you go to right. court. He bail out, go to court. They say, nah. But and my he, point and- is, when you go to a prosecutor, uh-huh. they don't approve an arrest unless right. they say, we have enough evidence to go forward with this. Or they Someone, believe they have enough. Or they, or they believe. Yeah. It yes. might not be enough in the juror's eyes, but mm-hmm. they believe that. If they go, they're not going to look like idiots with egg on their face and be like, right. oh, we wrongfully arrested this guy. So there's some type of evidence that they would have to say, hey, we believe this is good enough to help get us a conviction. Now, if, you, if you're if you better than their lawyer, that's to be determined. But Because Mike, Michael ain't do a day in jail. Nope. But again, look, Uncle Donald, he got yeah. he got booked. Right, yeah. he got money until until they put they they throw him in the eyes. He ain't do it until they right. until they put him in jail. 
I'm with you. He ain't do a, He ain't do five minutes in jail. He went in. Yeah. They took his fingerprints, took his picture. All right, have a nice day. Exactly. He, he ain't never make it to a cell in there. Right. So, you know, like, they can talk all the craziness. They can have all the evidence they think they have. He ain't do it until he, he goes to jail. And that's how I feel. That's how I feel about OJ. He didn't do it until he went to jail. OJ knew who did it too. Yeah, yeah. Just, and, he, and that's how. Yeah, he he's protecting his son. That's, that's why, why he was so him. comfortable in in court because uh-huh. he was like, I he, in his mind he knew he didn't do it. So it's like, hey, I can toy with these people and yep. be as truthful as possible. And like, that's why he it. that's why he wrote that book. If I did yep. it, this how because he he know what happened. He says I didn't do it, but if I did, this is how I would have done it. See what I'm saying. Yeah, so you know everybody's and everybody's supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, but in yeah. social media and Black Twitter, they demonize you. Early. Like, Sim, like just like Simmons said, like, hey, who's the judge and the jury here? Like, he ain't never been put in cuffs, but yet everybody right. thinks he's guilty. Yeah, but in my best friend voice, if you get accused of something and you fly to a non-extradition company, company, like. You look wild. That's all. <laughs> you, if, yep. If you go to one of those countries where they can't bring you back, yeah. and they're like, the only way we can touch him is if he flies back into the United States, you look pretty guilty. Yeah. You look crazy. That's it's all. not like you just want to Mexico or you want to, like, you know, right. wherever, like, where they're like, oh, we can just come over there and get you. Nope. You want somewhere where they can't. You're in the middle of the woods right now in the Amazon rainforest. Yo. Yeah. So. Like he's got he wherever he lives at he has a net around his bed because there's so many bugs and other things. You know he does. You know he does. Yep. Because he's like man, beanbag he's sitting in. He's like this net and this beanbag is better (laughs) than jail, (laughs) better than a steel bed and a concrete bench. And he still had women around him. Like he went live the other day. He still had women around. He used to be chilling with. He probably flying over the top. Thailand all the time, getting himself some little sucky sucky. Yep. So, for me, people, okay, I'm not saying anybody's innocent or guilty. I'm just saying everybody has their day in court. So, if the person did it, you got to show that they did it. That's just how it is. Um, I remember back when I was, you know, not such a good person, not such a Buddhist that I am today. I would tell the cops all the time when they ask me questions, do your fucking job. It's my job to do what I'm supposed to do. It's your job to catch me. If you can't catch me, I don't know what to tell you. Do your fucking job. So I hope they do their job. That's all I'm saying. Oh, they working around the clock. He's like, he's public enemy number one. Mm-hmm. And bad boy. Take that. They're going to take it. <laughs> Oh man! Um, well, you saw you saw on that, one last thing on that. You saw um, fifty posted um, comments from or lyrics from a song yeah. where it was like, "I took it," you know, "I liked it," whatever. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. So again, these lyrics don't just randomly pop up. Yeah, I think Biggie even said it in one of the songs. I like them young, fresh, and clean with no hair between. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, they they in the lyrics, man. They in the yeah. lyrics. You know, Fat Joe and all them come out and be like, "I lie in most of my stuff anyway," but some of yeah. that stuff ain't I, lies. Why? Why? Why do you? Why are you saying that now? Yeah, yeah. 
Bro, um, but what about people that tell you? You know, for people who are listening and not watching, best friend is of the Caucasian persuasion, right? What if they bring up Elvis and you know all those older, you know, rock and roll stars and the, and the people that marry their cousins and all that good stuff? What do you say to that? It's the same thing. Like we just talked about, the problem with it is. Mm-hmm. And we're not condoning it, but we just talked about it. Like the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, that's mm-hmm. all it was back then. Whether you're a white, you're black, you're whatever, like that's what the culture was in America. Like you go out, you find yourself a young, hot woman that you thought was hot. You had seven kids with her and you went out and worked while she stayed home and took care of the kids. That was life back in the 50s and the 60s and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, you know, well, you get fed up when they bring the Elvis up. I know everybody bring Elvis up to you. Nah. It, again, it's the same thing. There's no difference in what Russell Simmons did versus mm-hmm. what Elvis did. Okay. Right. There's no difference in what Elvis did and what R. Kelly did. <clears throat> you know. Yeah. And now, when R. Kelly did it with Aaliyah, it was a different time. So people he frowned was, upon it he more. Was like- See that the thing with R. Kelly was, it was all he was thrown in, in our face at that point. Right, like, they was wearing yeah, like matching outfits. Do. You know what I mean? It was doing all that. Like it was like, here you're gonna see this. Y'all, I know I'm doing wrong here. Like at least Elvis like kept Priscilla out of the way. Like you didn't hear <laughs> you didn't see Priscilla until it was time to see Priscilla. Like he had right. And I wouldn't be surprised. I'll, off the top of my head, I don't know, but I'm sure Elvis's parents probably weren't close in age either. You know, I'm sure there was a couple age, a couple years age difference in, in them when they got together, whatever the case might be. But that was it. Like kids were in high school getting married back then, like, you know, 16, 17 years old getting married. That was a norm back in the 40s, 50s and 60s. Yeah, absolutely. You know, as time went on, people were like, oh, you don't get married till you're in your 20s and, you know, early 20s, mid 20s, whatever. Like, that's the norm. Like, finish high school, do this. You know how many blue collar Americans in our country didn't finish high school in the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s yeah. because they're out working full-time I, I jobs? I met somebody yesterday. He dropped out in ninth grade. I think my dad, he failed the seventh grade like three times and dropped out when he finally passed. Yeah. Eminem, dropped, Eminem failed ninth grade four times. You know, I'm pretty sure, like, Pretty sure none of neither one of my grandfathers got a high school diploma. So Elvis' parents are four years apart, but his mom was twenty one and his dad was seventeen when they got married. Okay, so again, does that make it any better? He Same lied thing. to the court and told him that he was eighteen, so they can get married. Yeah, and that's how it was. So yeah, like come on, tell me. If you didn't find Mrs. Wright in high school and you were 17 and she was 19 or 20, she whatever is 19, 20, 21, two years, three years, as long as she's over 18, that makes it wrong. Yeah. And, you know, you wouldn't have lied about your age to get married. Yeah. But, you know, they have that now. I think, um, I don't know where, I, I think it was in Missouri or somewhere. A kid, he was dating a girl. She was 14. He was 17. She turned 15. He turned 18 in high school. They tried to book him for rape because he turned 18 in high school, but they were still dating. 
So yeah, like as soon as you get to eighteen, like this, and then how you gonna tell him that he's been with her for a year already that he has to stop? Right. So yeah, you know what? What if your son's seventeen, his girlfriend's sixteen, he turns eighteen, she's still sixteen, getting ready to turn seventeen. Now it looks weird. Right. Then now you gotta tell my son. I gotta tell him you eighteen, you can't date her. Right. And they've been together for two years. And like, like, what are you saying? Like, so. Yeah, I think I, I think there's you have to look at circumstances like that, and then I mm-hmm. think there's also like Russell Simmons said, there's some you got to look at the malicious intent also. Yeah. So if they've been if they've been dating since they were fourteen and thirteen, mm-hmm. and they grew with each other up, and he just happened to turn eighteen while she was still sixteen and right. eleven months, you know, you got to look at that. Yeah, because then. So, like, example, me and my son's mom. Like, I was born in January. She's born in November. So, I will be 18 for pretty much the entire year before she catches up with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, anybody could look at that like, yo, why y'all together? You know, what's going on? But, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. If anybody try to book me, because you know, I'll fucking fight y'all. <laughs> but I just like there's a difference between what we're saying versus when you're 24 and she's 16. yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're 24 and, or 25 and she's 16 and she's yeah. lying to you know say oh she's 18 to get married. There's a yeah. difference. And At then, that point, he, you're a pedophile. And then he's having sex with her in the back of the tour bus, and everybody on there knows she's not 18. Like, what are we doing here? Like, right? Come on, she's a grown and, woman. I'm like, no, no, she's not. Right, and these teachers, like this, this teacher just got booked because um, the thirteen-year-old boy or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the mom was looking for him, thinking he was at lacrosse practice. He wasn't there. She she followed the location on his phone. He in, he in the back seat with the teacher at a park. She thirty. Yeah, it's happening more and more in schools nowadays. Yeah, like. Not even close. Like, I hate to say it. Like, I don't think the younger people should be teachers, bro. But yeah, yeah, I agree. You know I, what I mean? Happened, it happened to two people at uh, junior school last year. Two football coaches. Yeah. You know, problem is they got these little girls hanging around the team, being team captains or whatever, water bottle girls or whatever. Right. Like, what do you think's gonna happen? Yeah, exactly. Like, and I remember when we was going to school when I first got here, my. My English teacher, she was like 22, 23. I was 15. Like, but she looked younger than me. You know what I mean? Like she was she was young in the face. Like, so if I saw her in the hallway, I wouldn't have thought that she was a teacher. You know what I mean? Like I, trust me, I was 13 and dating this 19-year-old. Like, I know all about it. Like, bruh. all strung out on crack right now. So <laughs> she's looking rough, but <laughs> Yeah, we all had that, man. Like I was, I was fourteen with a, like an eighteen year old. Like, but how do we stop it? Can we stop it? Nope. Because everybody's always going to like, oh man, we just got to keep it on download because people going to be mad. They're going to say this, you know. So if we can't stop it, then should we stop being upset? It's like one of those things, like. Look at look at all the the crime. Let's let's just take Chicago, yeah. Baltimore, the, the the murders and the shootings. Un, under like, three hundred this year, sir. Go ahead. I go. think 
even regardless under 300 over 300 it's become such a norm people are just we can't stop it so we ain't even what, what do you want to anticipate it at this point right it's like it is what it is it's the norm yeah right so chicago it's the norm like you you go out there like get robbed like oh what are you doing in chicago you should have stayed home yeah they they say uh memorial day weekend they tell people stay home Right, there's yeah. usually like 25, 30 people shot. Yeah. just in the weekend. They say the fourth. They say Fourth of July. They don't even go out. Like they can't even enjoy fireworks on the Fourth of July. They're like, yo, just stay in the house. That's terrible. You don't know if it's a gunshot or a firework. Right. So, so we can't fix it because it's going to keep going. It's it's not going to change. I did not. If we can't fix, I think it's. At this point, it's going to be like it's going to be useless to be upset about it. So I kind of understand Fifty making jokes now, like you know what I mean. Like at first, I I couldn't understand it, but why get upset? It's not going to stop. You know, like we said, he's going to go. He's going to walk off of this. Like somebody else is going to take the fall for this. He's still going to be brother love. He's still going to be doing what he does. He got. He just got a key to the fucking city. Like. Nothing's going to change for this man. And now he's just going to do it in a much more guarded, secret way. Exactly. Because you don't stop. Once you've been doing that for 30, 40 years, you don't stop. Yep. That's like It's like they told me um, when the Chromebook goes missing, they said, don't don't even disable it anymore. Because when you disable it, we don't know when somebody's using it. You know what I'm saying? Like, now they know that you disable it, they're just going to throw it into bed, and we'll never see it again. Right. So. I'm about to steal a Chromebook. I'm trying to tell you. Like, yeah, we ain't getting this back. How many uh, of them high school kids right now got Chromebooks you think of turning them in when they graduate? I'll, I'll, I'll give you the number when we get off here. I, I know the exact number. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, yep. ask him if he still used his. He's like, they don't need to. And then now they're talking about giving uh, high school kids regular laptops and not even Chromebooks. This money being pissed away. Your money. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, give us a sack question. Stuff. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me let me get you. Did I take your graphic off? Oh no! I didn't Damn. There you go. Fire. That's a, that's a good a edit. Bumpy sack right there. <laughs> That's because they, they, you know, they shaved the hair. Uh, you know, the hair growing back in. Okay, <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> so, a couple again. It's one of those things where um, sometimes our sack question kind of ties into what we were saying, and a couple things. And we never plan it, which is crazy. We never plan it. Never plan it. Um, but some. Some things you said earlier, I wanted to be like, oh, that's going to tie into this about like stuff that you've done or like whatever, mm -hmm. as far as when you were talking about the police and, you know, doing your job, their job, whatever. Mm -hmm. So the question that, and I, I had this question for a couple of weeks now that they've been trying to get, get an answer to, they want to know what's the biggest L that you've taken? Hmm. Biggest L that I've taken? Yeah, look at that. Uh, you thinking like, man. I don't know if I could say it because a lot of people listen that that know like some of the parties involved. Um, oh, damn, that's a good question. And if you can't say it, yeah, 
Um, if you can't you know answer, then this will be I'm, the first episode where you say I decline the answer. <laughs> nah, I'm not. I got you. Uh, I got two actually. I got two. So uh, one, um, a girlfriend of mine. Uh, can't be. I can't be specific at all. A girlfriend of mine. She uh, she slept with one of my cousins. Um, yeah, that was bad. Uh, and the other one was while um, when I moved to Florida. I don't know if you remember that. Like that shit that had to be like two thousand. So yeah, I don't think you remember that. Um, when I moved to Florida, I got in uh, entangled with the wrong crowd. And I had to spend uh, a summer <laughs> off the streets. So those those are the two biggest L's. Uh, how about you, sir? I don't know. Um, you punk ass. <laughs> no, I'm thinking like so again. An L is a, is a very subjective term. It is based off of what people think, you know, somebody might look at. But L can be a lesson. Also. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that would, you know, we're like talking that first about story was a lesson. Like, I can't trust, yeah. I can't trust everybody. A lesson. So, yeah. So, if that's the case, we're not talking about a loss versus a lesson. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the way I look at it, you know. So, that's why I'm trying to think, like, have I taken a loss or have mm -hmm. I learned a lesson? So I think the the lesson mm -hmm. would be probably the, my divorce. Okay. Um, the whole you know, up down left right, however you look at it, one of those things where it showed me a lot from both yeah. sides. Yeah. You know, a lot of stuff happened. So yeah, you were going would, good. You were definitely yeah. good. You know, but you get to see, you get to, you know, if somebody's being honest about anything that they go through like i'm the most honest person when it comes to my l's mm -hmm. because i'll tell you the good bad the ugly like you know my brother died i tell my nephews all the time like look you ever want to know something i'll tell you the good the bad the ugly i'm gonna tell you the truth like i'll tell the truth 100 percent as far as what happened with my stuff and where whatever mm -hmm. but again i'm willing to do that not every party involved is always willing to tell the truth a lot of people just tell the stories and say things that show them in a better light or show mm -hmm. them as not being the bad person or making themselves to be the victim. But I got receipts. Yeah. You know, I still have receipts. I can show, you know, like there's been a lot of stuff that like, you know, people over the last five, ten years have said, Hey, you've been the bad guy. And I've let them say it because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like what am I going to get arguing back and forth with somebody who has no idea what really happened? But if I wanted to be that bad guy, I can show receipts and be like, look, you heard one side of the story. Here's the truth. Yeah. I got no, I got nothing to hide or lie about. Like, again, was I perfect? Absolutely not. Was I greatest? Absolutely not. Was I whatever? Absolutely not. But was I everything that was said? Absolutely not. Okay. That's so why I said, you know, people, you know, the way I see it is Pablo lies, best friend lies. You know what doesn't lie? Receipts, Always. videos, pictures. Yeah, ask R. Kelly. Emails. <laughs> like all those things don't lie. Yeah. 
right? So you can say I lie, they, people can say you lie. But when I pull out emails and I pull yeah. out receipts and I pull out pictures and I pull out videos and I pull out text messages and all this stuff, those things don't lie. Yeah, I learned that the, the hard way with uh with um with one of my exes. Yeah, she she was like, cause me and her broke up and I was trying to get back with her. Um, but in the meantime, you know, I was still just talking to people and there was this woman that she told me, if you talk to her ever, there's no chance in hell we're getting back together. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I didn't think she would ever find out. Literally, I forgot she had like my email password. Literally, she started pulling shit up and she replied to the email to me. I was <laughs> like, the fuck? And she's like, you piece of shit. This, 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 this. Look at this. I was like, and I was caught. Like, I really couldn't say that. I was like, bro, back guys. in what year was this? Um, probably 2001, 2002, I opened up a car stereo shop. Uh, so I started my first business up there on Veterans Highway in Millersville. And I was running half of a shop out with this guy. Mm-hmm. And you know, he had a bunch of people in and out. So like they were stealing my stuff left and right. So me and him got into it, had words. Then one night he, 2004 and a half, about 2005, his shop got broken into, um, accused me of doing it, whatever the case might be, the police call. And they're like, hey, you know, we got you on camera. And I pulled one of those Tommy moments. I'm like, you know why you don't have me on camera? Because if you did, I'd fly out told him. I was like, you wouldn't be talking to me on the phone right now. Right. I'm like, don't fucking call me. Don't <laughs> harass me. Don't bother me. I'm not coming to talk to you. Like, I didn't do it. So, like, stop fucking harassing me. Um, so then the owner, the other guy, man, he emails me. He's like, hey, I know you had something to do with this. I'm like, look, this had to be one of your little hood rat boys you have running in now. Right. So we get into it and I'm like, fuck you, fuck the police, take this email to the judge, tell the judge I said, fuck him, like blah, blah, blah. What he did was he went and got a restraining order on him. He took the email to the judge. Yeah. So I had to go in front of them and the judge was like, oh, fuck me, eh? I can't lie about that. It's in an email, Yeah. right? It's facts. It's true. Mm-hmm. Like, unless he modified an email and said, hey, right. he made this up. The judge was like, did you say that? Is it in that email? Did it come from this email address? Yep. Okay. I guess I said it then. You know? So again, it's one of those things like you can't put things in emails. You can't put things in text messages because people save it. Whether you think they don't or not, like I'm always willing to bust out a receipt or two to just say, hey, for four or five, six years, you thought you told people I'm a bad guy. But look, if this were to come out Mm -hmm. and I show people this, like if you saw my Google Drive right now, I guess that's what it's called, Google yeah. Drive, whatever that is. Bro, I got videos, I got pictures, I got I got so much stuff on different things and different people that you like, man, this guy about to write his own documentary yeah. on people. Yeah, your friend that you went to elementary school with, um, we we had a we finally had it out. We finally had our words after all these years. And uh I told her, I was like the things you've done since the time I've met you, 
Like most people would have knocked your head off. Like, and she tried to say, Wait, what are you talking about? And I was like, we're not going to play this game. You know what you did. You know what you've done. And then she, she saw the sincerity in my, in, in my face. And she was like, all right. And like, she literally like just everything just went down. And she was like, like even teared up, like almost like trying to get like kind of like sympathy off of it. And I was like, yeah, man. Like, I'd be the first to talk, man. My daughter's mom, man. She, when we were together, man, like, like she slept with half the neighborhood, my cousin, my brother, like everybody. Like, there's so much stuff on her, man. Like, yeah. terrible. But yeah, she tell everybody she's a she's the nicest, greatest person in the world. Like, yeah, even I, to this I day, those, I remember those late night text messages from you, bro. I know. <laughs> To this day, she act like she never did nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah. Last time I seen her, and I still bend over. And again, for these people that do me dirty, yep, I bend over backwards and I help them. Like I helped her get a job. Yeah. You know, making twenty seven dollars an hour. I put my neck on the line. My word. You know, like all get a job, <laughs> bro. Like everybody who's ever you know talked smack and you know kicked dirt on my name. Every time they needed something, I'm the first person they call for help. And it's like, okay, you know what? I'm not petty. Like, yeah. great. I'll help you out, whatever. But just remember this when you talk shit about me the next time. I tell people that all the time about you. Because people only see the show. They don't know you. I'm like, you have no idea who that man is. Like, yeah. that man fed me. And I ain't talking about like a meal. My, that man filled up my refrigerator because I didn't have the money to put food in my refrigerator. He literally, and he told me, don't even get cheap food. He said, go get the real food and fill up your refrigerator. So I tell people all the time, like, you can never say anything bad about him. Because if you do, Bro, I'm going to knock you on your ass. Every year, like, I'm feeding 40, 50, 60 families for Christmas. You know, every year I call the local elementary school. My son don't even go to that school. Like, Sunset Elementary, my son don't even go there. I'm calling there saying, Hey, how many kids can I feed, right. you know, that can't get lunches? Like all the stuff that I do on the side and mm -hmm. like on the download that people don't know about because I don't walk around bragging like, hey, I just fed 100 kids right. or I just did this, whatever the case might be. People will throw dirt on my name left and right, but they won't ever say, hey, he takes pride in feeding like these people or this person mm -hmm. or helps this person or helps that person. Yeah. They don't care about that. They just care about what they want people to perceive you to be. And that's how I am. Like Sometimes I, I don't have it, but I'll spend the time, you know, like I'll see a kid playing basketball by himself. You know what I mean? Like I remember being out there by myself, like, oh, this, I wish I had somebody to play ball with. Like I'll go play basketball with them or I'll, I'll get the kids together. We, you know, I'll be that old person that we used to have just to throw the football around with, you know, like I got a, uh, they call them kudos at my new school. Like just for doing a good job. And on it, it says he played basketball with one of the students and they really appreciate it. That right there, I'm good for the, like right. that. That's my year right there. Like I'm, I'm fucking ecstatic. You know what I mean? Because she didn't look like she was having fun. I, I, <laughs> she didn't look like she was having fun. But that note says she enjoyed it yep. and she appreciated. It. And then you know the teachers in the school, because the school's small. It's like, how does all the kids know you? By like, I'm like, I don't know. I don't talk to everybody. Everybody just says hi. So yeah, man. Like I. I I do my thing. I try to change, make make a difference in somebody's life, you know, but Yo, not everybody junior, gonna like you. 
<laughs> Junior to tell you, like, there's been times I'm like, I've taken kids that like parents ain't know how to play ball. I've taken them up to the park and try, you know, practice with them. Or I've we've won here to practice with other people's kids because they're like, oh, your son's so good. Can you come help my son? Or, you know, I just had somebody who said, hey, they tagged me on Facebook. They were like, I can't find football pads. I'm, I don't have the money to buy football pads for my kid. Can anybody help? Two of the parents tagged me because they know I'm always looking to try to help somebody, mm -hmm. right? So these other parents outside of here, like, say, hey, Mike Stewart's the man always looking to help somebody. But the, yeah. own, the people in your own circle, yeah. the last ones that defend Bruh, you. You're the, you're the most famous motherfucker in that area, bro. Like, I, I, I can't, I don't understand. Like, the way I am here, that's how you are down there. Like, everybody knows you. Like literally, everybody knows you, man. Like I'm like, I, I feel proud. I'm like oh, that's, that's that's my best friend right there, right? <laughs> like even for even for homecoming, like for their dinner bowl, like the the school po posted a thing like looking for somebody to help create and design a logo for the annual dinner bowl. I had like ten parents tag me like Mike Stewart, Mike Stewart. Yeah, they were they were like, look, we can't really pay you, right, or whatever. We just need some help so we can make some money off of this yeah. um, to help the school. I didn't charge them anything. Like, I did it. And I'm like, look, yeah. this helps my son. Like, because whatever money you make is right. going to go to the school, which is going to help support my son, exactly. you know, and those kids that don't have anything. Yeah. And it feels good, man. Like, people do that for me. Like, like yeah, you know, any somebody who have, like, Michael, like, somebody called me the other day. Like, they're from New Jersey and they needed, they're doing something down here and they needed microphones and a camera. And, like, everybody started tagging me. Like, I'm probably like one of the smallest studios in Baltimore where everybody was tagging me like, yeah, he, you know, George will help you, man. Like, George will help you yeah. out. Like, he, he, he'll, he'll give you the microphone. Just don't do him dirty because we know who you are. Like, so, yeah, man, you, you do right. It come back, man. Like, yeah, but I, I try. Not everybody going to like us. Trust me, it's not. Like, I'm pretty sure somebody at the live show didn't like us. <laughs> I'm sure. You know what I mean? They paid the ticket. They ain't like us, you know? Right. <laughs> I'm sure they didn't like me. Uh, nah, everybody loves you, man. Um, they just don't understand you. That's all. They don't get it. That's but, the problem. People don't understand me. It's not their job to understand me. It's not. And, you know, I, I've had so many girls be like, I just don't get you. I don't understand you. And, then, you know, I tell them, good. I don't want you to understand me. I don't want you to get me. Like, it's not your, it's not, it's none of your business or your job to understand me or know me. Like, right. they're like, well, we, we never know, like, what's going on with you. It's good. See? You know, I do sneaky. my thing. Now you're being yeah. sneaky. <laughs> That's what they say. You're being sick. No, it's, I do my thing, right? You know, yeah. like I, I do my little stuff on the side and help people out. Like, you don't need to know that. Like, no. just think that I'm a jerk. That's what most people think. I'm a jerk. Yeah, I'm mean, so yep. I get it. Yeah, I'm, everybody I'm says mean. I'm mean or I'm a jerk. Yeah. Great. Like you, you don't talk. You're mean. You, you, you smile sometimes. Like I, I smile all the time. I, I smile way more than I'm supposed to. So, yeah. That's cool, man. Any last words for the people? I'm mean. I'm a jerk. Me too. That's just me. Did he do it? Did he do it? Did he do it? That's the million dollar question. That Russ should be the title. It. Russ definitely. Uh, Russ, he definitely did it. Yeah. I was mad at that. Russ did it. <laughs> and Russ is the reason why I'm a Buddhist. That's the crazy part. 
I saw I saw him talking about Buddhism when I when I was going through it, and that made me like even like read the books about it. So I, I won't be telling people after that video came out. <laughs> Buddhism and what he's doing is totally different. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> he, he he does he practices Buddhism. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh man, thank y'all for listening, man. Thank y'all for uh watching. Um sorry we took a break, you know, holidays and all that good stuff. And then uh, you know, best friend told me before we started, uh, since we're so busy, if I don't say nothing, he won't say nothing. How toxic is fucking that? That's okay? how that's how trust me. Again, like I was doing some stuff tonight again with the tree, getting up, you know, because we Ran out of lights, so me yeah. and Junior had to run to Home Depot last night, and um, all late get some lights, and we had to run to Walmart and everything. And then Junior tripped over a damn box and knocked over a whole display thing in the middle of Walmart. And then some <laughs> some girl that knows him that goes to school with him was like, "Michael, really?" And he was like, "You might want to clean that up." I'm like, "That <laughs> that was real dickish." <laughs> um, yeah, so like that's what we were doing tonight. We were trying yeah. to you know finish up from last night. And I'm like, "Look," but you said that earlier. I was like. You don't send. It's okay so, with me. So if the episode, don't, if you don't see the episode, apparently it's my fault. Hey, hey I don't have access to any of this stuff. You can. I <laughs> see. I see the web, the passwords and everything. No, I'm good. <laughs> what I don't know can incriminate neither one of us. There you go. See, did he do it? <laughs> oh man. Uh, so yeah, man. You know. uh you're not trash. You're somebody's treasure. And you're not a hoe. They're just hating because you having fun, man. And that's Word of the Mundo. And until next time, see you, man.